Okay, it is. It is February twelfth. I'm sorry. Friday. Sit down, guys. We're doing Bible. Time to sit. Listen to mommy. That's the way you can help me. Obey daddy. It's February twelfth, Friday. In two days, it's Valentine's Day. February thirteenth, February fourteenth. Today we are going to praise God. Okay. Through Psalms 13, Proverbs okay, 12, we're going to find out what happened with over. Paul now in Acts 25, okay. over, over and also learn oh, about God through Micah 6. So thank you, Lord, for teaching us through your word. God, we praise your name this morning. We come to you with our hearts bowed before you. We need you so much, Lord. We need everything that you have to give us, everything that you have to offer. We offer all of us to you this day, this Friday. Thank you for um, giving me energy, God. What a quick solution you provided for energy. I just am um, so grateful, God, for your provisions for, for us. Thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to pray for um, Yvonne and Ferdinand and Trina last night and to worship you with them. There are people that work them. Um, at this place that we were doing worship last night at the at a campfire next to the pool and uh, so everybody, a lot, four people came and we prayed for them. Yeah. That's what they're talking, she's talking about. But they don't work there, only Miss Roberta works there. Only Miss Roberta works there. Other people were staying here because this is an RB park. Yeah. With a pool. So we thank you, God, for for those opportunities. Thank you that you gave. Hope, I told you to sit. I told you to sit and you're not obeying. Please obey. Thank you, sweetie. Okay, now sit. Lord, I ask that you would give my children a heart to obey. And God, I ask for your help for them. Oh. No. I don't want you to eat it. But you're not eating it. You want eggs now. I was just in the middle of praying, right? Hope. Was I praying? So you should be listening, right? Would you put your spirit in them, God? I know that they have your spirit in them. Would you inspire them to want to learn from you? And these people, and these people listening. Would you inspire them to um, to want to obey you? Micah, do me a favor, lovey. Can you close the bedroom door so they don't poop or pee? Okay, thanks. Um, and God, would you help us to be patient and understanding to them? Um, anybody listening to this podcast, would you bless them? And would you, for all of us, would you bless our homes and help us to um, understand your word and what... What you want us to get out of the word today. Hey, you're not allowed to do that. And you're leaning on the wrong part of the table. Thank you. Amen. Okay. We're going to start with Psalm 13. Um, how do you what I am a, a creep bark? I already wrote the eye. Mike, I appreciate you interacting with um, 
with this this morning, this message. Oh Lord, how long will you forget me forever? How long will you look the other way? How long must I struggle with anguish in my soul? No, never. He will never. With sorrow in my heart every day. He will never take How long out. will my, en that's right. Even my enemy he, have the upper hand. All right. I love what you're saying, but I need you to raise your hand when you want to speak. One person at a time speaking, okay? Yes. I wonder why I have hiccups at but it just started this morning. Well, we we can pray together in a minute. Turn and answer me, O Lord my God. Restore the sparkle to my eyes or I will die. Don't let my enemies gloat saying, We've defeated him. Don't let them rejoice in my downfall. But I trust in your unfailing love. I will rejoice because you've rescued me. I will sing to the Lord because he is good to me. That's what we did last night, didn't we? We sang to the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Let's find out what happens to Paul in Acts 25. Does anybody know what, what he was doing the last we read about him? What? He was praying to God. He was what? He was praying to he was, God. Yeah, he, he did pray to God during this. Do you remember how long did um, the governor keep him there trying to get him to give him a bribe? A Two years? Yeah, that's a long time. You would be 11 years old now in jail. From now till you were 11, almost 12. That would be like a long time. Yeah. Three days. But, but he was not nine years old. Right. I don't know how old he was. And all of the prisoners opened the doors. And then all of the chains fell down. Yeah, that happened in one of the jail times for him. God did that miracle. No, no, Lukey. No. Here, move a little bit this way so Luke doesn't pull your hair. Three days after Festus arrived in Caesarea I asked, to take over... Nobody, nobody's responded. Sorry, Mommy. I know I want it's okay. eggs. I want eggs. To take over... Well, you need to say please. I can have eggs. I changed my Dad, mind. I want eggs. Daddy. I want eggs. <laughs> days after Festus arrived in Caesarea to take over his new responsibilities, he left for Jerusalem, where the leading priests and other Jewish leaders met with him and made their accusations against Paul. Oh, we, we already read this. We read Acts 25 yesterday. Well, why didn't it change? Didn't I read Acts 25? Did I write it wrong? This is about the ambush. The ambush? Yeah, we already read that. What about the horse bush? Then... <laughs> uh -huh. Reference to Winnie the Pooh. Oh, Spooky no, this story. is the second time. By this is the second time they tried to ambush and kill him. Look. So the... Stop slamming. So they asked the Jewish leaders to transfer Paul because, they, again, they were trying to ambush and kill him. So in chapter 23, Why? wasn't it another one? 
that it was. And they told. I want to see. When they told the commander. Remember the nephew? Yeah. Remember. That was in chapter 23. Okay, again, they were going to ambush him and kill him. But Festus replied, Paul was at Caesarea, and he himself would be returning there soon. So he said, those of you in authority can return with me. Can you guys do your spoons more softly somehow? If Paul has done anything wrong, you could make your accusations. About eight or ten days later, yes. I'm young already, so I don't have to do that. Thank you. Can you hand that bowl to Daddy? Daddy, you can't really put, put it. Put it, okay. Festus returned to Caesarea, and on the following day, he took his seat in court and ordered that Paul be brought in. So this is a week and a half again that Paul's waiting, right? When Paul arrived, the Jewish leaders from Jerusalem gathered around and made many serious accusations. They couldn't prove what... Can I go with my drink? I'm thirsty. Yes. Paul denied the charges. Can I go get my drink? I'm thirsty. I'm not guilty of any crime against the Jewish laws or the temple or the Roman government, he said. Then Festus, wanting to please the Jews, asked him, Are you willing to go to Jerusalem and stand trial before me? Micah, what are you doing? I don't want any more airplanes because you know what? I'm not making another airplane. Okay. You guys didn't clean them up. We had to clean a lot last night because you guys left your paper airplanes and, and toys I'm not around. This <sighs> then Festus, wanting to please the Jews, okay, listen. What is it wanting to please the Jews tell you again? Fear of man, that's right. Asked him, Are you willing to go to Jerusalem and stand trial before me there? But Paul replied, No. This is the official Roman court, so I ought to be tried here. You know very well that I am not guilty of harming the Jews. If I have done something worthy of death, I don't refuse to die. But if I am innocent, no one has the right to turn me over to these men to kill me. I appeal to Caesar. Oh, this is what Daddy talked about. Yeah. That's how he got to Rome. Remember, God, Jesus said, I need you to go to Rome. Yep. Festus conferred with his advisors and then replied, Very well. You have appealed to Caesar, and to Caesar you will go. A few days later, King Agrippa arrived with his sister Bernice to pay their respects to Festus. During their stay of several days, Festus discussed Paul's case with the king. There's a prisoner here, he told him, whose case was left for me by Felix. When I was in Jerusalem, the leading priests and Jewish elders pressed charges against him and asked me to condemn him. I pointed out to them that Roman law does not convict people without a trial. They must be given an opportunity to confront their accusers and defend themselves. When his accusers came here for the trial, I didn't delay. I called the case the very next day and ordered Paul brought in. You need to be quiet. But the accusations made against him weren't any of the crimes I expected. Instead, it was something about their religion and a dead man named Jesus who Paul insists is alive. Doesn't it sound crazy? It sounds like a little crazy. <laughs> no, he's living. He's living in you. 
I was at a loss to know how to investigate these things. So I asked him whether he would be willing to stand trial on these charges in Jerusalem. But Paul appealed to have his case decided by the emperor. So I ordered that he be held in custody until I could arrange to send him to Caesar. I'd like to hear the man myself, Agrippa said. And Festus replied, you will. Tomorrow I can make that happen for you. Yeah. Um, okay, now you're going to learn about Paul speaking to Agrippa. So he spoke to Festus, who was like in charge here, right? Now he's speaking to Agrippa. He has more authority. So the next day, Agrippa and Bernice arrived at the auditorium with the great with great pomp. Okay, this would be like you and Hope or Cade, you and Hope because Agrippa's with his sister Bernice. He wants paper and something to write with. Can you give him paper? Oh. Here. Micah, can he write on your hat? Thank you. Okay. Um... Accompanied by military officers and prominent men of the city. What does it mean to be, to arrive in great pomp? You might have music. You might have animals. Everybody standing or bowing. Yeah, people would bow to you. And a bunch of people would accompany you. You might have bodyguards. What's a bodyguard? Somebody protecting you from getting killed. Oh, you mean, oh, you mean like... A soldier protecting the temple? No, a soldier in the Bible. You from other people. Yeah, kind of like somebody making sure nobody gets hurt. Or like a like the president needs bodyguards. People want to kill the president. Or like every president in the history of the United States, somebody's wanted to kill. Or like, or like, like. I don't like, think anybody's wanted to kill Every pharaoh, every uh, every okay. leader, somebody's wanted to kill. No. Cade, were you not done talking? No. Okay, tell, I finish. On the paper. Finish, tell me. Well, pretend like... Pretend this was the seat. The throne? Uh huh. And this was the person. No! You don't do that. And this was the person. Uh huh. And then. No, Luke. No. I can't make any people. Here, give this to him and get a new one. Give this to Luke and get a new one. What is that, Cade? It is gone. Ask Daddy for help because Luke drew drew on hers. Okay, hang on. Go sit, Hope, and I'll help you. Like a sword, sword, king. Oh yes, yes. That is what it is to have officers and prominent men of the city. Festus ordered that Paul be brought in. Stop writing on the table. Bye. You guys look at this table. This table was beautiful when we started, and now look, because you guys write on it. I didn't well, write on it. 
I'm not because this page is big. Uh, nobody does it on purpose, I don't think, but you just have to be careful. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Festus said, King Agrippa and all who are here, this is the man whose death is demanded by all the Jews, both here and in Jerusalem. But in my opinion, he has done nothing wrong deserving death. However, since he appealed his case to the emperor, I've decided... Here, come work a little bit towards mommy so Luke can't mark the paper. If you put it there, Luke can't reach it, okay? I don't think so. Since he appealed his case to the emperor... I've decided to send him to Rome. But what shall I write to the emperor? For there is no clear charge against him. So I have brought him before all of you, and especially you, King Agrippa, so that after we examine him, I might have something to write. For it makes no sense to send a prisoner to the emperor without specifying the charges against him. Do you guys realize how hard it is to bring charges against an innocent man? He needed help knowing how he could even accuse him. I have another comment. Mm -hmm. His comments are also around his fear of the emperor. From God? Why would you he mean? want to make himself from a fool God, you mean? in front of the emperor? If anything, he wants to make himself seem really from useful, God, you worthy mean, Mom? of praise and honor. From God, and so you he's mean? afraid if he actually has to send this man to Rome because he's appealed to Caesar, what's he going to say? Yeah. So he's afraid <laughs> right. for himself. He's afraid for himself. Nope, nope. Sit here. Hope, I'm reading and I'm doing our Bible. Sit here. Thank you. Okay, now let's look at Micah 6. What? What happened? No, you were trying to climb on my lap. Stop it! He's waving his arms like this. Okay. In Micah, we learned about God's grief over Samaria and Jerusalem, the judgment God has against wealthy oppressors that are not godly. You need to listen. Stop talking. The true and false prophets hope through the restoration of Israel. God's judgment against bad Israeli leaders at the time. The Lord's future reign. How God was going to bring Israel back from exile. Um, that a ruler would come from Bethlehem. God would save a remnant. And now we are up to the Lord's case against Israel. In Micah 6. So many cases well, the Lord is judging Israel, and um, then you're going to hear about what the Lord is going to do to punish Israel. When you are um, against the Lord, you never get away with it. Even if you're against the Lord in your quiet heart, the Lord sees everything that happens in the heart, right? always protects us from monsters. He does. So for the children of God, He protects us. There's no monsters or ghosts, Hope. Micah 6. Listen. But I'm always scared of blazes. Listen to what the Lord is saying. Are you ready? Stand up and state your case against me. He's talking to Israel. Let the mountains and hills be called to witness your complaints. 
And now, O mountains, listen to the Lord's complaint. He has a case against his people. He will bring charges against Israel. So in the same way, the Lord can speak to... Oh, beautiful. A judgment against America. When God judges a nation, he's judging the leaders and its people. So here's what he says. Oh, my people, what have I done to you? What have I done to make you tired of me? Answer me. Look at the Lord. How sad is the Lord. For I brought you out of Egypt and redeemed you from slavery. I sent Moses, Aaron, and Miriam to help you. Don't you remember, my people, how King Balak of Moab tried to have you cursed and how Balaam, son of Baor, blessed you instead? Look, I would love for the Lord to name me as, name you as a help for a whole nation. Do you see how he named three people? I sent Moses, Aaron, Aaron, and Miriam to help you. What an honor from the Lord. And remember your journey to Acacia Grove to Gilgal. Have you, have you done Acacia this? Grove is also Shittim. <laughs> when I, the Lord, did everything I could to teach you about my faithfulness. So the Lord is saying, I made every effort to show you. What can we bring to the Lord? Should we bring him burnt offerings? Should we bow before God Most High with offerings of yearling calves? Yeah, you should bow. Should we offer you should bow. him because thousands of rams funny. and 10,000 rivers of olive oil? Should we sacrifice our firstborn children to pay for our sins? Do you know what if Jesus didn't sacrifice his life? Do you know we might have had to sacrifice Micah? To pay for our sins, and it wouldn't have been enough, because humans keep sinning, but don't they? But God, it would have been enough. It would have been enough. Keep that marker above the table, okay? Uh, he's talking about us. I know. No, oh people, That's the Lord has told you what is good, and this is what the Lord requires of you, to do what is right, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. The Lord does not want us to sacrifice our children. The Lord does not want us to need to kill animals. The Lord does not want us to need to burn offerings before him. He would rather have us obey him. Do you understand? Yes. Okay, now you're going to hear about Israel's guilt and how the Lord is going to punish Israel. Still has some blood. It takes a minute to heal. Yes, Kate. Can I tell can I tell Mike something about this? After. Fear the Lord if you are wise. His voice calls to everyone in Jerusalem. The armies of destruction are coming. The Lord is sending them. So do you what what's gonna happen to Jerusalem? What's gonna happen to Jerusalem? Army, army, army. Armies of destruction. You don't need a band-aid because I'll get it. You don't need a band-aid because it's not bleeding and dripping. It's just healing. What shall I say about the homes of the wicked filled with treasures gained by cheating? Did you know that you could get treasures by cheating and lying and what? stealing? Yes. Do those treasures last? No. No. Never. Right. What about the disgusting pra practice of measuring grain with dishonest measures? So tired. 
Okay, go lay in your bed if you're tired. Did you know that the Lord, in Proverbs, he over and over again, he talks about how he hates dishonest scales. He does not like unfair judgment. Mama, does, does that make say, sense to you? Yeah. But yeah. this is very hey. Ha. That says ha. He's laughing. Ha ha. Mm-hmm. The rich among you have become wealthy through extortion and violence. Your citizens are so used to lying that their tongues can no longer tell the truth. Therefore, I will wound you. Here's what the Lord says. You know, the people of Israel became liars, right? They became cheaters and liars. They used dishonest scales. They practiced disgusting practices. They became wealthy with violence. So the Lord says, Therefore I will wound you. I will bring you to ruin for all your sins. You will eat but never have enough. What would that feel like? To eat and never have enough food. What if you ate and you never felt satisfied? Then you, God would say, No, I'm not going to take care of you. This is what he's saying to Israel. This is what he's saying to Israel. Your hunger pangs and emptiness will remain. And though you try to save your money, it will come to nothing in the end. You will save a little, but I will give it to those who conquer you. You will plant crops, but not harvest them. You will press your olives, but not get enough oil to anoint yourselves. You will trample the grapes, but get no juice to make your wine. That would be exhausting. You keep only the laws of evil King Omri. You follow only the example of wicked King Ahab. What does God say about himself He's in the in the Ten Commandments? Now shalt no other gods before me. Because? Because he's the only God that can ever live. Because he's a... And if you make a... God. Jealous... God. God. So for them to put Imam. the laws of King Omri or to follow the example of King Ahab before the Lord, how does that make the Lord feel? Mm. Oh, so mad. Yes, Cage. You mean if you if we just made a statue and then worship it, God would be like, oh, that's so bad. I'm just going to put an earthquake on earth and then I'm going to set your house on fire. He might because he's a jealous God and he to- has told us specifically not to do it. Lift Wait. this table up. Lift, thought, this, lift this wing up. Okay, that's better. I thought go. God was the best. Well, uh, you have to obey him. There's consequences always for not obeying God. And he, his heart is, says, obey me so I can do good things for you. Obey me so I can keep you safe. Obey me so I can give you a blessing. He says, I teach you how to walk in the right way so I can give you blessing after blessing after blessing. Right? But sometimes blessings are hard. See, like Paul's life is not easy. But it is a blessing. But he's giving him blessing after blessing after blessing. And... The Bible says we store treasures in heaven, and where is our eternal life? It's forever. Our life is not just this earth, so we have to think. Look, I'm copying you. We have to think um, that you're storing treasures in heaven, and what happens here is so temporary that if you don't have rewards on earth, it's all right. You've got to do right by God no matter the cost. Do you understand? Therefore, I will make an example of you, bringing you to complete ruin. You will be treated with contempt, mocked by all who see you. So, the Israelites, 
And this, you know what? God is so sad. He doesn't enjoy any of this. To the Israelites, they're his people. You just heard in Micah how much he loved them and he would save a remnant. But in the meantime, does he have to discipline Israel too? Yeah. He has to discipline Israel too. Because do fathers discipline those they love? Yeah. So he has to discipline Israel. Yeah, baby. Yes. Yes, you may. Thanks. You're welcome. Okay, now we're going to Proverbs 12. Okay, to learn, listen. To learn, you must love discipline. And the Lord actually uses the S word. It is stupid to hate correction. It's on the right side. Uh, I wasn't Did you want to? What? Just be ready. I, I know enough about God that I actually Cookie, know everything. Cookie, look. Did you? But listen, to learn, you must love discipline, and it's stupid to hate correction. Does God use the S word? Yeah. Only in certain cases. Sparingly, yeah. The Lord appro- approves of those who are good, but he condemns those who plan wickedness. Whoops. Wickedness never brings stability, but the godly have deep roots. A worthy wife is a crown for her husband, but a disgraceful wife is like cancer in his bones. That like means a lot more after what happened with Plosky, doesn't it, Daddy? Yeah. The plans of the godly Plosky are just. Was, what? What are you talking about? A disgraceful, a disgraceful woman is like cancer to, in his bones. It's talking about the husband. Okay. Do you know what a disgraceful wife is? Somebody who doesn't respect her husband or... Um, when you're married to somebody, when I'm married to daddy, I can't go pretend that I really, really like another man because it would hurt his feelings. Like men are also jealous of their wives. They want their wives to be loyal to them. I couldn't find the blue thing, so I got this thing. Okay. Which is Does that make sense to you? Mm-hmm. So like I would never go, um, go kiss like another Man. But you would kiss your family members. Yeah, you kiss your family well, members. Well, you would kiss if they are other mans. Yeah. Well, I mean, if I had a friend who was European, mm-hmm. Europeans, bah. Europeans have a custom that they bah. kiss the air and they bah. kiss the air on both bah. sides of the head. That's not me kissing another man. That's like a greeting. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't go kiss a man like, like this. Come here. Like this. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> that would be a disgrace. I would nev- no. never, ever do that. Okay, uh, let's see. The plans of the godly are just. The advice of the wicked is treacherous. If you know somebody has a habit of lying, or if you know somebody um, has a habit of cheating, if you know somebody has a habit of trying to trick people, you would never, ever take their advice. Because the advice of the wicked is treacherous. You look cool. Wow. The words of the wicked are like a murderous ambush, but the words of the godly save lives. The wicked die and disappear. Yeah. You're welcome. But the family of the godly stands firm. You guys are not really doing a good job listening right now. Kate is. 
The words of the thank you of the wicked are like a murderous ambush, but the words of the godly save lives. The wicked die and disappear, but the family of the godly stands firm. A sensible person wins admiration, but a warped mind is despised. So you don't have to be somebody that just does something to please other people, right? You have to only please God. In the end, okay, don't peel the crayon. I didn't. You, I see you peeling the crayon. Don't peel the crayon. Eventually, a sensible person will win admiration. Cade, when I see you pull the paper off the crayon, it means that you have peeled the crayon. Why can't I just do this? Okay, if you want to do that, you can. But I want you to tell me the truth. Instead of first saying, I didn't peel it. I kind of actually took one of it off. I didn't peel it You started, but I saw you continue. So you can... I said that's fine. I'm going to put the cover back on. Just keep it off then, but I just want you to tell the truth. Okay. I started it. Better, thank you, Micah, to be an ordinary person with a servant than to be self-important like but have no food. The godly take care of their animals, but the wicked are always cruel. You ever see, hear about a story about a, a dog being neglected or a cat not having food because the owners don't take care of it? Yeah, that's basically Maybe. like a parent not taking a care of the kid. You ever hear about parents abusing their kids or neglecting their kids? No. That happens. There are some people that are not good, and God calls them wicked. You wicked trash! He says the wicked are always cruel. You wicked trash! A hard worker has plenty of food, but a person who chases fantasies has no sense. What does it mean to chase a fantasy? It basically Believe means... Lies. Okay, talk now. I was going to say this. Okay. Thieves are jealous of each other's loot, but the godly are well-rooted and bear their own fruit. I, I was going to say the same thing as Micah. That rhymes. What? Yeah, loot and fruit. Thieves are jealous of each other's loot, but the godly are well-rooted and bear their own fruit. I don't, I can't, it's too small. So you know how God says, thou shalt not cover covet thy neighbor's yeah. house um, it's a commandment and who covets their neighbor's things thieves thieves the godly are well rooted and bear their own fruit so the godly would say oh I don't need your stuff God will give me what I should have right the wicked are trapped by their own words but the godly escape such trouble. Wise words bring many benefits, and hard work brings rewards. Fools think their own way is right, but the wise listen to others. A fool is quick-tempered, but a wise person stays calm when insulted. Do you ever um, feel like somebody's insulted you? Um, no, but I have accidentally insulted someone else. Who? It happens, but did you ever feel like somebody's insulted you? I uh, no. Do you know what that means? No. When somebody's 
um, not giving you credit for something that you could probably achieve when somebody's put you down, said something negative about you. Okay, so you didn't do. Uh, yeah, accuses you falsely. Um, so lesson, here's the response. A fool is quick-tempered, like quick to get angry, but a wise person stays calm when they're insulted. Do you understand? So if you're wise and somebody insults you or hurts your feelings, what are you going to do? Don't do that. Don't do that. No, you're going to be patient. Don't do that. You're going to be patient. Ask the Lord, what should I do? Right? What is that? Yes? Okay. An honest witness tells the truth. A false witness tells lies. Some people make cutting remarks, but the words of the wise bring healing. Some people make cutting remarks, but the words of the wise bring healing. Truthful. That's why I tell you guys, you gotta shut that door. Don't move, Hope. Truthful words, yes. This is saying he has no, no one to kill, so he's all like, uh, I want to kill someone. Oh. Uh, I'm so mad. I want to kill somebody. Oh, there's a truck. I'm going to throw a spear at a bam. They're funny. Yeah. <laughs> Some people make cutting remarks, but the words of the wise bring healing. Now I am on Proverbs 12, verse 19. Truthful words stand the test of time, but lies are soon exposed. Do truthful words ever become untrue? No. Right. Unless that someone makes Well, sometimes you might have new information that makes you say, oh, well, that there's a different story that's true, but the real truth always stays the same. Right? Yeah. Deceitful hearts. Deceit fills hearts. That are plotting evil. So if you're plotting evil, it means also you're believing lies. Deceit fills hearts that are plotting evil. Joy fills hearts that are planning peace. Or you believe in a legend that says there was once a dragon that lived in the sea and whenever it saw a person it, it went up and then without the person knowing. Blam! It smacked on the shore? No. Uh, Blam! On the so, let me give you an, an example. So, the person sinked on the sea. So Micah, sit. So you can see. Person. Sit down. Why okay. This is a person. This represents a person who's plotting evil. Mm -hmm. Let's pretend I have another jar. This one. Of somebody plotting... Peace, okay? Mm -hmm. So, I'm going to pick up dirt mm -hmm. for this person plotting evil. And they don't realize this is happening. But Satan's going to put dirt in their jar. And then they're going to put more dirt in their jar. And then more dirt in the jar. And this person's plotting evil. And they have no idea their jar is getting filled with dirt. They really don't even realize it. This person hey, is planning How about peace. This is the dirt. This yeah. And what God does for people planning peace, guess what he diamonds. puts in there? He puts diamonds. He puts gemstones. Gold. He puts gold. I know. He iron. puts joy. What? But he Satan. Puts but Satan. <laughs> but what? But Satan would put poop in it. Well, Satan can't get 
anything in this jar, can he? It puts in quartz from the nether. I don't know what the nether is. He's, it's a thing in Minecraft. Usually that refers to hell, so just be careful. That's why I don't like Minecraft. Do you know that nether refers to hell? I really don't like Minecraft. It's a place with lots and lots of lava. Yeah, that's basically, it's horrible. It represents health. It's okay? horrible, okay? So, you do not want to go there. So this heart yeah. that's planting evil eventually is full of dirt and poop. And what? And it doesn't even know it. So then the person tries to look around, but guess what's in his eyes? What? Dirt what? and poop. And this person tries to look and guess what's in his eyes? What? I can't see. Nothing. Everything. This person can see clearly, right? Because this person is full of the truth and joy. How can but you this person cold? is full uh, because God kept his eyes clean. But this person but God, is but God full of... God doesn't like Satan to kill somebody. Right. And the person that was plotting evil is full of dirt and poop and they can't see. What would it feel like to have dirt and poop in your eyes? Ouch. It would feel awful and it would be painful. That's not healthy. Your eyes would get infected, and you could even lose an eye because your eye was infected. It would be very painful and sore. Another is horrible. And if the bacteria from your eye went into your blood, you could get sepsis and die, right? So that is but what it's I like. I don't want to die either. A disease in your body. You don't like so that's why you have to plan peace, like this one. So God can put all the diamonds in your heart. Wait, Mama. Mama. What? That cup is made of glass that that represents a glass cup that never but, breaks. Like crystal, right? Something really fancy. But this Oil. one could break if, if, if somebody dropped it. Kate's talking. Come on. Finish. Okay, this is really bright. This is really... Um, see-through crystal, mm -hmm. and that is really, really special heart. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But he's kind So now, do you know what happens when somebody's plotting yeah. evil? What? They're filled with lies, which is like poop and dirt, and they can't see anymore. And somebody who's planting peace ah! is filled with joy. Okay, I'm going to keep reading now. Yes. What a beautiful pony Thank you. Everything. Sin came into his heart. And then, and then somehow his heart. And I said, watch this. And then You're kicking me. Sorry. Okay. The sins were all like this. Uh, the heart was all like this, Mom. Okay. Let me tell you what happens to the godly. No harm comes to the godly. At least we're godly. But guess what happens to the wicked? We are godly. The wicked have their fill of trouble. Kate, I told you I was. I. It's my turn to read now, and you. Your turn to listen. Don't get upset. Just one more thing. What? If we are godly, how can we turn into evil if we already are godly? Well, if you decided to let sin grow in your heart, to if you decided mm. you're going to be rebellious and stubborn oh. and lazy. Oh, you mean listen to a bad guy like Satan? Follow bad advice. 
don't read your Bible, don't pray, watch the wrong things, soon you can become ungodly. So you have to be careful. The Lord detests lying lips, but he delights in those who tell the truth. If you decide to be mean to siblings, that's ungodly. If like you, ungodly is destroying an RV that isn't yours. So you can, yeah. this, this person who tries to plan peace, can still do ungodly things and can still sin. And what do they have to do to get better? I just want There's one word that you do to get better. I just want to do something. What is that word? Love. You have to do one thing to get better. And we practice all the time. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. It starts with an R. I know, I know, I know, I know what, what? it is. What? We practice R. love. It starts with an R. You have to do it before you can get to the love part. It's the way God set it up. Now it's cool. Re Your Bible. Read. Re Read Bible. Generally. Re Reaper. <laughs> Re Repent. Yes, you have to repent. You have to say, Lord, I'm sorry. Let help me walk a different way. And then you go to the person and you say if you hurt a person, you I say... I was about to say repent. No, well, you, you didn't. Just be happy. One of you knew it. You're a team. Ow, Hope, you're really hurting me. Get out from behind me. You're hurting me. Get out from behind me. That really hurts, Mommy. Get out from behind me. It hurts. Oh. Okay. Listen, when we're doing... Listen. When we're doing Bible, Kate and Micah and Hope and Luke, you guys are in the same team. So if one of you gets the answer right, you all get it right. Okay? So you'd be happy for each other. And in life, whose team are you on? You're all part of the same team or a different team? I'm not on I don't want to be on a team. You're, you don't have a choice. God puts you on a team. Okay, both of you boys go to your father for a spanking. I couldn't have given you more choices, more chances. Do you know why? You're not paying attention. Too late. Go and come back. Now apologize to mommy. Sorry, mom. I forgive you. Sit up. I'm glad I didn't get a spanking. It hurts for a second. Reproof hurts for a second, but it reaps a what? Harvest of righteousness. Don't draw on the table. I don't feel like I'm righteous right now. It hurts for the time. Are you guys, are you guys going to pay attention now? Yeah. Are you? Yes. Are you going to pay attention now? Yes. That is not your book to color. Sit down. It's my book. See, I have a sticker on it. I do have a sticker. My 
The Lord detests lying lips, but he delights in those who tell the truth. The wise don't make a show of their knowledge, but fools broadcast their foolishness. Work hard. Okay, did you guys pray with Daddy when you went over there for discipline? No. Then you didn't finish. Go back and pray with Daddy. Why can't we just pray with you? You want to pray with me? Yes. Okay. How do you pray about that that just happened? Do you feel forgiven? Do you feel like God forgave you? Do you feel like God is proud of you? Look at me. That's the most brave thing you'll ever do in your life is repent. If you know, it hurts at the time, right? Nobody likes spankings. When I was little and I used to get a spanking, guess what I would do? Exactly what you're doing. It was very sad. Did you know it was even more sad? The most sad thing was disappointing my parents. What? But when I was a baby, I got a spanking too. But when I was a baby, I was I got a spanking too. All kids that have loving parents get spankings. It's sad, right? To need it. But you need to learn how to behave. You need to learn how to listen and focus. And you need to learn how to obey. Right? What? If you give me Obi, don't do that too hard. Mm-hmm. It's my special If you give marker. me spankings, I don't feel like I'm loved. I am. Well, I guess I am. I'm being careful of it. But... You are. I'm being careful of your You are loved. <laughs> You are loved. It's it's a hard thing, right? It's not easy. I understand. Do you think mommy understands? It'll be nice when you're past the point of spankings. Do you think you'll get to that place? Yes. Yeah. Do you know how to get past that place? Yes. Ask God to help obey. That's exactly what I was going to say. Good. And do you know who's proud of you? Okay. Yes. Who? God above us and then God inside of us and you. Mm-hmm. And don't you feel better? Yeah. Don't you feel more grown up? I feel like I'm six. Don't you feel more proud of yourself? I feel like I'm the same thing. Is there something under my hat? You should feel more proud of yourself. Is there something under my hat? That's why you got in trouble before. Okay. The wise don't make a show of their knowledge, but fools broadcast their foolishness. What does that mean to broadcast your foolishness? Oh, look at me. I'm so good. I'm so good. I walk into the pool. <laughs> what does it mean to not make a show of your knowledge? Hmm. Uh, look at that pool. I can just walk around. Cade there. raised his hand. Let him answer. I was just going to say... Okay. <laughs> All right. Listen to what happens to working hard. If you so Proverbs twelve twenty four says, "Work hard and become a leader. Be lazy and become a slave." Can I have You have this. I'm having this. Worry weighs a person down. You ever felt worried? 
It weighs a person down. An encouraging I word. Know exactly why I'm worried. Why? This leggings hurt. That's the only time I worry. That's the only thing that worries you? Hope you're marking the table too much, so this is time for you to be done. And you're, she's ruining my marker. And also... And you really ruined the table. I don't know how that's going to come and out. And ruined my marker. And mom? Hmm? I'm also afraid about my nipple because sometimes she pulls me to the middle D part. You can't do that, Micah. Do you hear him saying that? But when daddy's throwing me, he, he, he throws me where I can jump to air, where I can breathe. You can do that when I bring you to the middle deep part. Don't bring him to the middle deep part Micah, if it's scary. I have to do this. Jump. That's what I do when I'm going to the deep end. The do you hear what I'm saying? Yes. You're arguing with him, and I'm telling you what to do, and you're arguing with me. How should you handle that? Mom? I'm asking you a question. Mom, just don't throw him down to the deep part. Can I go poop? Yes. Mom, sometimes that gives me a little too, He never puts you in danger. An encouraging word cheers a person up. The godly give good advice to their friends. The wicked lead them astray. He he can't put those in his mouth, Micah. Oh, lazy people don't even cook the game they catch, but the diligent make use of everything they find. I don't Kind of like the Native Americans, they used every part of the animal. The way of the godly leads to life. The path, that path does not lead to death. Okay. That's all.